Check out Marley. Yeah, Ebony can barely keep up with Terry. Oh. I bet that looks coming back any second, don't you? If we're not careful, it just might. If somebody moonwalks, I'm going to lose my lunch. <laughs> I worship this album. I wore it out. I mean, that's why I was so excited to get this gig tour with the one and only Ebony. I mean, come on. Tell me you didn't love this. I had the 12 inch single. You can't be serious. There must be some mistake. Am I delirious or do I feel a heartquake? This is critical, how much can I take? It's so electrical, I know that it's a hard quake. Well, Merry Christmas, Mary, or uh, Happy Day Off to you if you are not celebrating Christmas today. Uh, this is a very special uh, All Right, Mary episode uh, where we are uh, opening up uh, a holiday movie um, just to be festive, you know, because it's a festive moment. It is a festive moment. Yeah. 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 We're, we're just going to, you know. Uh, rock out and give you all a little uh, taste of what we do on Patreon, um, but open it up to all of our Marys as we've done in the past. Yeah, this is a Matreon free skate. So uh, if it, we figured, you know, every once in a while I like to give you a little preview of uh, what our Matreons are getting. And we felt like Christmas was uh, a perfect time to give you another little preview with, uh, I would say, a very Drag Race adjacent Christmas movie. It's got a couple of Drag Race alums. That's right. Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, Vanessa Williams. She's a uh, she's been there more than once. So has her daughter. Her daughter appears in oh, this wow. movie and was on All Stars. There 1. you go, Mary and Kathy Griffin. I forgot Kathy Griffin is and also of, yes. obviously of yeah. course Kathy Griffin. That's right. Yeah, uh, this is when she was like barely on the D list. This was like suddenly Susan era, or like <laughs> after suddenly Susan maybe. Yeah, or, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. But Vanessa Williams, uh, I feel like this was a certain precursor to um, Wilhelmina from Ugly Betty, right? Yeah, I mean, this is basically like an audition tape. We're like, yeah. hey, I could do this. I could sustain this for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, this, uh, we the clip of the week that we gave you, obviously, is from a Divas Christmas Carol, uh, and this is the, the hit song that Vanessa Williams' character, Ebony Scrooge, um, and her band, Desire, or as I like to say, seduction yeah um, <laughs> seriously i was like okay uh that they uh had in the 80s called heartquake uh and you know it's so campy it's over the top the all of the the, the backup singers in the band and the the tech crew you know it's a made for tv movie so that's the kind of talent that you get when it comes to acting and the script writing so Yes. Uh, and it's, you know, it's not a, it's not, a, I feel like because it's a VH1 movie, I feel like there was like a, like a little bit extra thought in terms of the music. Like, I feel like they, they were aware that they were making a pseudo musical. You know what I mean? So I feel like there was like some effort. With an advertisement for behind the music at the end of the movie. and uh, yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Like they worked in a, a behind the music skit. There was like a joke with Kathy Griffin's character saying like, this isn't behind the music that's next. Right. And it's like, Oh, that joke worked 
once. Yes, once. <laughs> Approximately once. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Chili was in this movie from TLC. Oh. I mean, my favorite part of this movie, I mean, it's hard to choose, but my favorite part is the opening credits when it just says Chili. Chili. <laughs> Chili. Not her full name. Not not her name with Chili in the middle. Just chilly. Just chilly, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, so A Diva's Christmas Carol, this has always been uh, the movie that I watch on Christmas or Christmas Eve. Uh, I don't know why I am drawn to it. It's not particularly well acted. It's not particularly well written. But there's uh, something about the Christmas Carol story that I love. Um, and then for them to kind of like drag it up with this, uh, yeah. I'm all for it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like my, you know, my sort of education on A Christmas Carol was, I think, seeing Scrooge as a kid. Oh, Scrooge, um, And, like, sure. that was kind of, like, my entry point. And so uh, then, like, once I knew the story, then I understood Scrooge better. So I feel like I saw this, and I was just comparing it to Scrooge. And I was like, oh, this is like that moment. Oh, this is like that part where he's oh. in the box. Oh, she's getting sucked into the TV. I get it. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, so it was like a Scrooge remake, basically, right? Yeah, right. I'm I'm well versed in a Christmas Carol and uh, certainly a Muppets Christmas Carol, so I'm constantly thinking just about that. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it's also fun to see Scrooge and a Diva's Christmas Carol and the remakes of that story um, to see how they, you know, work in all the plot points. You know, to keep it. Uh, similar. Yeah. I feel like they didn't, I mean, even though all the names, obviously like Ebony, Ebenezer and Marley and Bob, like all of like those sort of almost cheesy nods are there, but they managed to not hit it too hard where you're like, Oh, I get it. Like, I think they're like just subtle enough to not just like totally topple over with all the like things they're shoehorning in, you know? Sure. Sure. I mean, I loved uh ghost of Christmas future or Christmas is yet to come because it was behind the music. I thought that was really clever. Yeah, no, I thought that was really clever. I thought, I mean, I feel like VH one was like, well, we've got this device. Let's use it. And I think it was like, it was clever to kind of, at first it seemed pretty straightforward. And then the interviews with like Niles, Ro- Niles Rogers, is that his name? Uh, and okay. Brian McKnight. Oh, these, th- that's yes. a nine, that's a nineties name. Uh, like they kind of go a little weird. Um, Marco has been meowing the entire time we've been recording, by the way. Um, I just, (sighs) did you take care of Marco? Yes. And I vomited while I was off, you know, taking care of him (laughs) just in case. Oh, well, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Yeah. Yeah. That is what I did. This was around Christmas last year when the infamous vomiting incident happened. Yeah. All right. Merry. Um, um, well, continuing with A Diva's Christmas Carol, um, you know, the movie opens with the there. I guess they're shooting the music video for The Heart of Christmas. Um, it's it's very over the top lip sync, like so over the top. She chokes on the snow. Uh, even how she's singing it is over the top. Uh, and I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm feeling this aesthetic. Like it's very silly. Um, but then we get to meet Bob and I just want him to sit on my face. I mean, you better have a little straw somewhere to get some air because that is, there is so much 
There's, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything that rhymes with khakis that I can refer to his ass by, you know? Uh, there's a whole lot of slackies in those khakis. Oh, there's he's, a whole lot of... Oh, he's delicious. Tackies? Isn't that like a, a little snack? A little like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tackies? tackies. Okay, talkies. I mean, he, he, to me, is like the perfect example of like hot dad, you know, like zaddy. Like, like okay, really pretty eyes in his 40s you know so like we talked about that a little bit with Tu Wong Fu with Arliss Howard where it was like oh this is what's hot about 46 right whereas I and I feel like with this guy with Brian Brian McNamara is that this actor's name uh, uh, yeah. yeah yeah sure sure it is <laughs> I what he looks like to me he's like a He's like he kind of looks like like a gay porn star that retired two years ago mm. you know and okay. I find that really hot like <laughs> i i a retired gay porn star like oh yeah i stopped doing it like two years ago or six right. months ago like oh you've you've put on a little weight yeah but you know what because that's like back now and like in he could mm-hmm. totally go back into the industry and like oh have a whole new brand yeah i would pay for his only fans in a second yeah i yeah. think of he's kind of like a jake deckard if you know who that is. Oh, yes. I know that name. Is he okay. like used to do mainstream porn and now he's kind of like older, but now yes, it's like. Yes, he's balding mm-hmm. and, you know, but he's still like absolutely hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, that's what I also love is like gay porn actors who then like have a second porn career as like a new <laughs> thing. I think that's just like, oh, look at uh... you. You're like the hot older brother of the old version of you. Yeah. So so what I love about this movie is that I get <laughs> Vanessa Williams because I fucking love her and I get Bob. You know, I get yeah. them. And I, let's be honest, Mary's Bob is does not have a very good script to work off of. And he's not a very good actor. Right. Like there's nothing's really working for this actor, but yeah, it's all working for this but actor. If you know what I'm saying. Yes, it's all working. I would split a room with the Super 8 with him on the road <laughs> and when it, some flea bag, you know. Well, well, she's at the, you know, the Parker Meridian or whatever. Oh I'm happy to be God. at the like, you know, gem the, hotel. The hojo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, but unfortunately, uh, his his poor wife, Kelly, feels the same way. But she just wants Bob home for Christmas to say nothing of that child. <laughs> their sick child. Their um, tiny Tim. Their tiny Tim. You know, I I just the wife to me. What was her name? Uh, Kelly. Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Linda Goodwin. Yeah. Um, she was also not a very good actress. And also like so. It, it sounds like Bob is lying to her, right? Like when he keeps making all these excuses and she's like, well, what is it with you with her? You know? And he's like, I don't yeah. want to have this fight again. She's, there's no point is there. And she's like, I guess not. Um, I'm just like, sure. You can have this fight again. Like he's still in love with Ebony. Like this is a problem right. and right. she needs to do something about this. She has a God given right to take care of her children. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, absolutely. Juliet Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry. Your son is sick. Like you like come home. What are you? What? Yeah. I, the fact yeah. that he's like making these excuses and wringing his hands. If I was Kelly, I'd be like, no, bye. See right. you later. 
Right. Yeah. Like your your kids, you know, uh, he's he's about to stumble and fall off this mortal coil. But oh, you've got this European tour. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, no problem. I, I I have I have thoughts on that too. But like, he, Bob's kind of an asshole, right? Yeah. Like he's, he's kind of an asshole. Um, I do have to say though, when he says he's like on the phone later, uh, she says he's still anemic and his blood pressure's high. I'm just like. Have they not been talking every day? Like, right, right, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like there would be more check-ins. Like, yeah, right, yeah, like if that's what's happening. Yeah, right. It's like, does he not call her enough? Like, that sucks. But anyway, right. so he's talking to the kid now on the phone. The kid comes on the phone. I know you love him, Daddy. Like, uh. he cannot act. Like, this is a child actor. This is like the example of children actors that I just can't stand. Right. Like he's so bad. It's Um, so bad. Daddy. Yeah. Um, It's so earnest. (laughs) So he says Paris. Right. And then uh, the dad, Bob, he's like, yeah, Paris is okay, but it's no Cleveland. I'm like, you know, this movie would be much more interesting if like Bob was actually lying to his family because like Paris is much better than Cleveland. Ebony is much prettier than his wife. No shade. And tiny Tim is much less annoying than the bandmates. So it's kind of like, he's kind of like done with this family. Right. Uh, Like, please tell me what's compelling me to come home to my like (laughs) dying child who can't act. My, my wife who also can't act. In Cleveland, which is a city in its own right, but it's not Paris. I think we can all agree. Sure. Forget Paris. Yeah, Yeah, forget Paris. (laughs) We've got Cleveland. Cleveland Um, rocks, you know. Uh, And so I I think, yeah, I think, Bob, who you fooling, Queen? Yeah, who you fooling? Yeah, like you clearly are being an asshole here. Um, So like it's like go home to your kid or tell Kelly the truth. You know, it's like, girl. Right. Yeah, cut Ugh. her loose so she can I don't know what she's gonna do. I mean <laughs> You I betcha. You betcha. You betcha. Um anyway, uh, the the movie we we're learning a lot about uh the Christmas Carol, right? We learn about Bob and Tiny Tim, right, and his family, Bob Cratchit the Cratchits. We learn that uh Ebony is also tied with her accountant, Ernie, who is like her conspirator right like they mm-hmm. are trying they're going to steal money essentially from this christmas benefit that they're planning yeah yeah they've um, worked it out that they they're actually going to make back like a million dollars based on all like because it's charity but based right. on all their calculated expenses they'll actually make a million dollars yeah um we get a shot of her getting her fingers massaged and a pedicure in this like black silk and fur look it's like the whole movie she looks f- like Phenomenal and a little draggy, which I loved. Yeah. Well, um, she spends a lot of the movie, once the thing gets going, she's in her pajamas. Oh, she's time. in her pajamas. In, exactly, in her coat. Yes. But yeah, yes, but until that point, it's it's looks, looks, looks. Yeah. Looks. Um, I, I do want to just highlight the quote that makes me cringe slash I love to say around Christmas time. But um, on the two nights of X Christmas, the diva gave to me absolutely positively nothing. Uh, oh, this is it, this is the bandmate that just can't act at all throughout the whole movie. She just can't. She just can't <laughs> fill in the blank. She it's can't so act. Funny. She can't. She can't deal with it. <laughs> but yeah, the, we we get a scene of, on the on the tour bus of all of the bandmates being angry because they all have to work on Christmas because she's going to do this benefit concert. Right. And and that's her um, 
performative response. And it's so, it's like, was this like, like I, I the trailer had to have had that in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's such a, like that's such a set piece, you know? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, uh, the whole movie is uh, so entertaining to watch her be bad. I mean, part, I, let me tell you, I'm one of those queens that loves Fa La 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 Lifetime or like ABC Christmas movies and mm-hmm. Lifetime movies. Hallmark. Like, yeah, Hallmark. Like, it's, and it's not because I am really into the sentiment, because sure, I'm a sentimental guy and I like those kinds of movies and I like rom coms, but uh, these movies are often so bad. That I can't look away. Yeah. And what I love even more, and longtime Marys know my feelings, is so many of them are made in Canada. <laughs> and I love anything you love Canadian. That. You I love, love Canadian love, movies. Yes. I love Canadian movies. Property movies. Brothers. Yes. Oh, I mean, the only thing I like more is when, than, when, than when something is filmed in Canada and they're pretending it's somewhere else, is then when it's filmed in Canada and it's set in Canada. <laughs> then I'm like, yes! Toronto. It's like, give me some of that Winnipeg realness, you know? <laughs> some Windsor, Ontario drama. Uh, you're what do you what do you call it? a Canadian file? Is that what it is? Uh, that's a good yeah. Like uh, yeah. What is like what is someone who's into Canada? Yeah, I don't know what that's called, but that's yeah. you. That's a Canucka file. Oh, okay. Yeah. Canucka file. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah, a Montreal trawler. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Canadian Marys, Canadian Matreons. Actually, this is a free skate. Canadian Marys. Oh, there you go. Canadian Marys. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Like, what is what it am called? I? What, yeah. yeah. What is Colin? Um, I also love uh, Canadian things, but clearly not as much as you. Like, I love, you know, Celine Dion and Alanis Morissette and, you know, the Property Brothers. And Sure. Uh, I also love you. Uh, I did love uh, Eugenie Bouchard when she was doing well. Um, I love Milos Raonic, you know, tennis players. So. Oh, tennis. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 I was like, I thought this you was an Under the Tuscan Sun. Yeah, like, oh, Tuscan Milos. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like him. I like Shushlush him. Milos. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so going on with this movie. So, yeah, we, we we the clip of the week was from the bandmates, obviously, watching ebony on tv and we learn about desire or seduction um and uh there's some more christmas carol parallels you know like marley died and there's this other girl terry um who i guess you know is somewhere else um but anyway she's somewhere uh, else yeah. yeah she's somewhere else we don't know yet we don't know about yeah. terry um so then uh ebony is at the airport right because she has to fly from france back to New York because, you know, she's going to have a show in New York City. Um, this whole scene with her and the flight attendant where the flight attendant's like, why do you have two seats in fl- first class? It reminded me of very Home Alone. Like, you can stay at the airport and uh, oh, and we could get you on a bus, you know, the next night. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, that's... dealing with, like, French airport workers. Yes, French airport workers. Like, you're kind of bothering them. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. It's all played that way, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I love that there's that parallel to Home Alone. Um, but yeah, and then of course there's a New York City transition. We go back to New York, um, and then uh, you know she's she, she's just angry. 
She's angry from the moment she walks out of the cab until she gets to her room and she's bitching about the room. Um, she says, save it for the sucker's grandpa when, you know, the guy's begging for change. Um, we get to meet Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus. Yeah. For money. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. For uh, what is that? Uh, um, not Old Navy, but uh, uh, Salvation, Salvation Army. Army. <laughs> yeah. They don't like gay for old people. Navy. <laughs> yeah, for Old Navy. Yeah. Oh, they don't like gay people. They yeah, don't like right. gay people. Yeah, yeah, they don't like gay people. Um, uh, T Bone. Uh, we get to meet T Bone. What did you do? You remember T Bone in this movie? I was like, it's chili, not T Boz. No, um, no, <laughs> it's chili. Uh, no, T Bone is her. Was that the like, guy? Was it the guy who was like sitting in the hallway? Yeah, yeah, poor yeah. T Bone. She says, "T Bone, I don't want to be disturbed for three hours. It's going to take that long to wash the Parisian stink off me." Oh yeah, um, no. and you know, poor T Bone. I don't think he has any lines. No, he and sits in like a folding chair in a hallway. I wonder, you know, is this like Vanessa Williams is like best friend's cousin like who do they get to play this role right you know? right exactly yeah yeah it's like hey does stanley need a little walk-on role let me let, right. me, let me get stanley something yeah right right tell him right. to show What's, up at two on is, wednesday yeah yeah is stanley free is, is stanley, stanley free, free all day tomorrow because we're yeah. shooting is he yeah. still is he, he's still big he's still like big <laughs> a big guy he's still big okay good he's a bouncer at the club right yeah so yeah, anyway okay, perfect yeah um i just i i thought t-bone was very sweet and i wish that he had more um to do um, anyway, that's the end of Act One, essentially, because then there's the passing of time and it's nighttime and we know she's going to get a visit. And of course, it's from her niece, Olivia, not her nephew, Fred, because that's from the original uh, Ebenezer gets visited. Oh, by is that what the Fred. that's what the, the switch is? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But first a visit from her niece, Olivia. Um, and there's a great line in this little interaction where she says, box wine. I love box wine. So easy to gift wrap. She's just so fabulous. What a diva. It's like it's like we're watching a diva's Christmas carol. She's such a diva. <laughs> um, well, that's what the that's not what, oh, that's uh, what Olivia Ebony says. says. That's what Olivia says. Well, she's a she's a yeah. diva in training. It's yeah, because Ebony says Ebony uh, is just like, oh, I don't want to go over to your house. Why? For cheap hors d'oeuvres and box wine, you know. Right. So right. she's making light of it. But um, frozen uh, there turkey. Is, Yes, that's right. Um, there is uh, something that I found very gay uh, that Ebony says. She says, family is an accident of birth. Mm. And I'm like, that's, you know, like, Ebony, you actually don't need to be with family. Like, you can, like, it's fine that you want to make all this money, right? She says, um, yeah. she, she says, Christmas exists for one reason, to sell crap to the masses. This year, I'm trying to sell my Christmas album. It's like, all right, girl. Um, she she even says something also with more wisdom. She's like, if people were really interested in peace on earth, earth, they'd be doing something about it instead of overeating and shopping, dressing up fat old drunks as Santa Claus. So it's like, I okay. mean, is she wrong? Right? It's like, well, and and I think it, I think the the it's fine if she wants to make all this money. I think it's that she's dragging her whole team along. Sure, right. But right. like, I agree because I feel like it's just another day. If yeah, if you, I mean. Not the whole world is Christian, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's only part of the world that that does this. Yeah, and and this whole like you know spreading peace and love and all that. Like, what's that got to do with shoving pigs in a blanket down your gullet? You know, like oh, but you I'm love not, pigs in a blanket. I, I, when I say you, I mean me, and I'm dipping it in that mustard before <laughs> it goes down. But I'm I know I'm not spreading peace and love. I'm just eating all of the mini hot dogs. I'm eating all right, of the pigs right, in the right. blanket. 
And the Christmas cookies. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the ones with the mushy sprinkles. You bet. Right. Yes. You love all yeah. of that. Oh. Uh, but but I just thought it was uh, a too, uh, interesting to note that Ebony certainly has a philosophy here. There's lots wrong with how Ebony acts in the world. But it's also like, you know, she's not wrong about some of these things. Right. She's she's jaded for obvious other reasons that we learn about later. But like. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to make some money on Christmas. Like, I'll celebrate tomorrow, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no, she's she's not like this one-note villain. She's, right. I, I think, even before we kind of see her backstory, we do kind of see, like, I know we're supposed to see her as this totally awful person, but there's those elements where you're like, oh, there's, I don't think I hate her. I think she's just a diva, you know? Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> I love the part where, you know, she's with Bob uh, before the night is through and he's like, uh, why don't you try some hot milk for a change? And his like, oh, hands yeah. are on her shoulders. I'm like, Bob, you're an asshole, Bob. Like, yeah, well, like, it's what? you have a wife and a sick kid at home and you're like making yeah. a pass. And then like, she says, hey, Bob, you're not my daddy. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was just so strange because it was like, are we supposed to think that this is fine because they used to be lovers, lovers? a million years yeah. ago? But it's like, we don't know this. Right. And regardless, wife and sick kid. And that's where I was like, oh, maybe he and Kelly are divorced. And this is going to be like a love story. Oh, but uh, no. I don't think that's the case. Not the case. I mean, I do wish Bob was my daddy. Um, oh, we could. But yeah. that's that's off camera. That's off camera. Yeah. Because or my uncle. Bob, I don't. <laughs> but Bob on camera, you know, Bob the character. I'm just like, this is no, 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 no. Oh no, he. I, I don't think Bob would know what to do. I don't think Bob Cratchit. I think Tiny Tim was was an accident of birth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that was like a whoops. Yeah, and something yeah. got in there yeah, in my the flailing. Worst. Yeah, he's the worst. Uh, but to yeah. continue with this dialogue, this terrible dialogue, she goes, "Hey Bob, you're not my daddy." And then she says, probably one of the worst lines in the movie. She says, "I need sleep, not calcium." I'm like, "Who, who fired? Right, fired. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> fired William. Yeah, fired William. Yeah, <laughs> fired Williams. You don't know what well, hot milk does." <laughs> Come on, Vanessa. You didn't question that line. Oh, she, well, she's a professional. She will do as she's told and she'll yep. be like, all right, you want me to learn the lines? All right, I'll be a mean bitch. Got it. I'll be, you know, my diva, 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 diva uh, Ebony Scrooge. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, she, she then, does she take a pill and then order room service? Because I'm like, why would you order room service after you took the pill? Yeah, that just seems like you're just playing double dare. You're just racing the clock, you know? <laughs> Uh, you're trying to find all the orange flags so your family can get a Dodge uh, physical you know, caravan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to just go home with those whistle pops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Woof. Uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, I guess like one of the, one of the prizes on Double Dare was um, uh, what was it? Uh, crocodile Run. What was that thing that you slid on? Oh your, yeah, it was like the slip and your slide. Lawn. Yeah, the slip but you would slide. go through the crocodile's mouth. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. But I feel like there were a lot of people that would just kind of like get stuck at the hump. You know what I mean? Like oh, going sure. over the over yeah. like the lips of the crocodile. Right, the lips. That, the one with the, the lips. lips. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Or or on Double Dare they gave out super soakers as like the first gift. Oh yeah, but and I yeah. I just I remember it was usually like for the final challenge for the final like lap especially for family double dare there was usually a dodge caravan 
Usually. You know what I found was like a, a total gag? So often on kids game shows like Nick Arcade and what would you not what would you do a wildly crazy kids and like all of those like Nick you know those Mm -hmm. kinds of shows even Double Dare um, one of the prizes at least the top prize was like a trip to Universal Studios which is where they filmed it right right so it's like we're gonna come back yeah I'm just like no right oh that's terrible right terrible it's like, do we get to be on Double Dare again? It's like, no. So basically, I get to come back and have a lesser version of the vacation I just had now where I'm not on TV and I don't win anything. Cool. Oh, God. Anyway, speaking of Double Dare, she takes the pill and then orders room service. Um, and she, oh, God, they just milk this divaness out of her. To the point where it's like, okay, this is an absurd situation. And she's like... <laughs> Seven dollars for goobers? I'm like, no, the the mini fridge just exploded. What do you yeah. care about the goobers for? That's not the issue. Of That's course, not you're not going to pay for it. There's ghosts in your room. <laughs> we have bigger fish to fry, Vanessa. You got a show to do tomorrow. Yeah, like, what, yeah. <laughs> you, why are you, you eating? Why are you? Why are you eating? You're going to be so puffy. All that well, pasta. Well, she has the spinach salad, but make sure it's washed. And then seared tuna, but rare. I want I want the inside blood red, which is like disgusting to me. Yeah. Farfalla, but al dente. If it's soggy, I'm coming down there and shoving it up your ding. And then the clock rings, right? Yeah. Um. By the way, there's no grandfather clock. No grandfather clock would chime like that in a nice hotel. Like that would never happen. Yeah, that would be such a that would be annoying. They wouldn't yeah. do that because you'd be sleeping. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh. Yeah. I um. Uh, I feel like there was something I was going to say. I don't remember what it was, but uh, it's uh, okay. It's about on. maybe the grandfather clock or shoving it up your, and then ding. oh, that's what it was. It seems to be that there, it always works out that just when someone's going to say the expletive, that's when the doorbell rings or the clock, you know, chimes. Well, or whatever. yeah, it's a it's a trope that, for TV. It's that device, yeah, yeah yes, it's that exactly. device. Yeah. Um, and then there's of course there's no earthquakes in New York, uh, and then the room service comes really really fast. Yeah, why didn't you question wh- that? Well, exactly. And that's why I'm kind of like, I think she took the pill and like passed out before she even picked up the phone to order Mm -hmm. room service. Yeah. Like, I think like all of this is the fever dream still. Yeah. And and yet it starts out with like she, yeah, it feels like the normal details. That makes sense to me that like all of this was the dream. Yeah. Because like then when would it have started? Right. Like when, you know. Yeah, when when would it make sense for the mini fridge to explode open? Exactly. And you know, the room service guy comes in and I just have to say he can stay. He can he can sit in my face. You know? I don't remember him. Oh, Mary. You always have to notice the bellhop room service guy because you know, there's Tumblr well, porn about that. I'm usually <laughs> face down on the bed, so I never see their face. <laughs> All I see is comforter. Oh, Merry Christmas, Mary. Yeah, um. yeah. <laughs> what day is it? Young, uh, boy, what, young boy, what what day is it? Did somebody ask for comfort and joy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> joy can stay home. We got no need for her here. Uh, joy Behar. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so there's the storm, TV comes on, Godzilla, the fridge opens. As it says, uh, one of our favorite lines, $7 for Goober. 
It's so um, it's so uh, dubbed. It's so. Oh, it is like, so dubbed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like I so imagine dubbed. like the original recording. It was like too loud in the room, and so you just right. hear her barely over the wind. The wind machine. Seven dollars <laughs> for goobers. <laughs> Vanessa, yeah, so say he... it again. Seven dollars <laughs> for goobers. We'll just dub it later. We'll dub it later, Vanessa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Actually, we'll uh, get a sixteen-year-old boy to do it later because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Seven dollars for goobers. Seven dollars for goobers. <laughs> uh. Oh, so Ebony, I, I I do love what happens next because there is a commercial break oh, that is yeah. mixed in here, right? So you get the ah, and then boo, ah, and then commercial, and mm. then it comes back. Ah, Ebony, ah, Ebony, don't be afraid. It's that many times. There actually might be one more. Yeah. Uh, Ebony, you know me, girls. And then she's like, sister, you need help. Yeah. Like she kind of like accepts like, well, because she takes her head off. She's like, I'm dead. And she takes her head off. She's like, okay, you're dead. All right. You're dead. It's uh, oh, it doesn't take her much to accept this reality. Yeah. Right. It, it doesn't because she's asleep. But um, Marley, Chili, obviously. Um, Chili. I, you know, VH1, I don't know what they were doing with this. She's dressed like Janet Jackson knockoff, right? Or some Halloween dominatrix. Like, yeah. it was not, I was like, this, I don't it, think this is fitting. Like, I get what she's they're doing with the chains because Marley is like dragging around chains. Mm-hmm. And I guess Marley had a drug addiction and that's why she's dead and that's her burden. But like Marley's burden was that he was a fucking asshole crook too. So that's why I'm I'm like the whole Marley storyline crossover parallel doesn't quite fit because I'm like why why is her hell watching Ebony be a bitch right like why is yeah. that Marley's hell what did Marley do you know yeah I know what you mean like yeah why is this what does this have to do with her her own thing her yeah, redemption I, yeah. yeah I didn't really because honestly I was surprised that she kind of then sort of disappeared after that scene I was like oh, okay. See a chili. Yeah, uh, well, she comes back at the end, but that's what happens with Marley. I mean, Marley's only in there to like be like, "Hey, just so you know, I'm I'm gonna warn you. You, this, yeah. you're gonna die." You know, I saw Scrooge. I know what happens, but <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we didn't that we we had they had two days of filming for Chili." Okay, uh, it was just um, very abbreviated. <laughs> well, I I wonder if you remember the quote here, but uh, Vanessa or excuse me, Ebony says to Chili, she's like, I thought you quit the whips and chains when you broke up with that guy from Paramus. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, yes. Paramus. You know, I love a, I love a Jersey reference. Oh, man, Mary. I can't tell you how many men I slept with after college or, you know, when I was in college, when I was home from Paramus. From Paramus? Like, yeah. Did they all work at the Paramus Auto Mall? Well, like, there weren't gay people, like, in Ridgewood, right? No. Like, or, or like, in Washington Township. Like, it wasn't... There's not that many gay people in Bergen County. It's kind of, like, dispersed. Mm-hmm. So, like, Paramus was so big that there was enough... You know, gay people that, yeah, would work at the mall or they would, you know, work in the city because it was right off Route 4. You know what I mean? Right, right. They, they would just – they would end up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Jersey gays. I um, – my Feathers. Friend... Feathers mm-hmm. is, is – Feathers was right just past Paramus. So yeah. that was also – yeah. I mean, I've heard of people. Feathers. Uh, yeah, my yeah. friend went to – and you know who I'm talking about – went to Rutgers. Uh, <laughs> 
for master's program, and we and I I just always was like fascinated by like the guys that he would meet. The like it was just like so. It was a totally different, and I would I would see it like when I, when I would be on the train to Pennsylvania to go see my folks when they still lived in Pennsylvania. Like I'd hop on the apps to kind of see who would pop up, and uh-huh. it's like a totally different type of guy and like yeah. a totally different like, yeah. brand of guy that like suburban guy right yeah. like a suburban kind of old school um it's a little like, more old school yeah yeah a little bit more old school probably closeted at work you know maybe yeah depending on the area but uh right. definitely I, I would feel the difference between that and like guys in new york where they're just like here's my butthole where are you yeah. and it's just like oh <laughs> okay exactly yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's more of a like uh a courtship or a, just like a classic traditionalist nature to some of the gays in, in New Jersey. Um, yeah. And, and I'm not, obviously we're speaking, painting with a broad a brush. Yeah. And this is also coming from two gay Jersey boys that, Oh, left, but yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I will say that most of the men that I have dated or hooked up with in New Jersey had a dresser that had cologne on it. Oh, that's a, yep. That's a look. Yeah. A dresser that's with like, cologne. Yeah. That's like a big, either that, that's either New Jersey or that's like Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Yeah. Cause they have a bedroom big enough for that big old dresser. Yeah. That right. The big, dresser. That big old <laughs> bureau, that bureau of investigations. <laughs> bureau of fragrances. Yeah. 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 yeah right. There's some cool that they water probably somewhere. got from. Yeah, they got it from their grandparents or, exactly. you know, their parents or, you know, they grew up with it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, that uh, ugh, I, I always find those those dressers. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, uh, I just I don't find them. I, I, I would rather have some cheap modern Ikea bullshit than some like well-built. Oh, old-fashioned oh, oh well, bureau. I thought you were going to say like, I mean, obviously like taste or taste, but like if a guy had one, there'd oh, be something I'd still fuck him. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Yeah. There'd oh, be no, totally. Yeah. 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 No, I, and I would love it if he had like some baseball hats hanging on the wall, you know, ones oh, that he sure, hadn't worn sure. with still the right. sticker on it. Oh, right. 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 Like, I'd finish it in New second. Jersey. In New Jersey, it would be like, the New Jersey Devils, like yeah, he's, he's been oh. to a couple hockey games. Yeah. If he had like a signed Devils poster, I would be convulsing on the floor. I would just be uh, like, Mary, you know that I have a like a a Devils jersey that oh. I wore. Yeah, oh. Martin Brodeur, Mary Martin Brodeur. Oh, love him. Well, girl, I watched them win the Stanley Cup three times. That's how Jersey I am. Just gotta oh. say, <laughs> isn't that isn't that <laughs> Vanessa Williams' cousin, Stanley Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I watch Stanley Cup have no lines in a Diva's Christmas Carol. What's your point? <laughs> All right, Mary, back to the movie. Um, yeah. Was that his name, Stanley? Yeah. No, I we just we made it up. T-bone. I know, but I couldn't remember if that was the name we'd made up after I made it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. Okay, okay. Um so yeah, so uh Ebony had to run the business because Marley got into drugs. I I don't know why that's Ebony's fault, right? So like there's also some weird I mean Ebony should have taken care of Marley, right? But anyway, sure. um I did love the line here. She says, "Oh Marley, no one cares about talk shows." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was I, I feel like there were there were little things like that that were thrown in there that I think elevated this above the typical like Hallmark. Yeah. You know, right. Christmas movie. There were like slightly smarter jokes here and there. 
Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, VH1. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and uh, you know, God love Chili. You gotta love her, but, like, she can't act. There's that yeah. line reading, and she, Lord knows I have tried. It's like, uh, I... Girls, I just, stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go chasing acting gigs. <laughs> yeah. No scrubs. No scrubs. Listen to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's hanging out of the passenger side of her best friend's ride, <laughs> trying to holler at me with this roll. <laughs> He's got a shorty, but he doesn't show any love. <laughs> oh, yes, boy. I'm talking to her. <laughs> oh, TLC, you know they're trying to tour again, right? But, like, I think. Maybe still as TLC, but like without obviously Lisa Left Eye. Oh, all right. Well, uh, is it just TC? Is that like what are they? I I, I think they're still called TLC, right? It's like girl. Anyway, mm. uh, the only TLC I want is like you know a channel that shows you know facial reconstruction surgery. That's so. all I'm asking for in this world. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, maybe yeah. some Property Brothers. Speaking yeah, of Canadians. Some- yeah, and facials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Facials. There you go, Mary. Yeah. Um, so we get Kathy Griffin, you know, Christmas past before she was on the D list. Like I said before, yeah. um, th- there's there's some bad dialogue here. But, you know, I don't think that Kathy does a bad job. She does what she can. Um, I actually think she does a, a decent job. I think I think she hasn't fully harnessed that, like, Kathy Griffin shtick that she does that kind of sells stuff. Right. But you can see it developing and that's cool right so she takes her back to patterson new jersey um yeah right that's patterson by the way right well she does say in 20 years this is all gonna be a strip mall like patterson used to be something else in the past but anyway um i there's that really funny line why can't they hear me these aren't real people it's like los angeles (laughs) oh oh. Oh, yeah la so vapid (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh, throw that one out there. Oh, um, uh, yeah. We're going to take digs at everybody. No one's safe at a TV's Christmas Carol. This is a roast, chickens. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they see her as a little girl. I, do you remember the. This was. I'm very conflicted about this scene, right? With the drunk, abusive father. Because oh, this, God. to me, uh, Colin, this played to me like an SNL sketch. Oh God! Oh, I know. I can totally see that. It has all of the, all of the fixings of like, like the father would be played by like some comedic actor yes. who's kind of like pretending to be an angry dad. And just when you think it's gonna turn, then he like, you kind of see where the joke would come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you kind of see like, the setup. Like even his outfit is like very seventies. Yes, like, it's over yeah. the top. And then he throws this paper christmas tree in the fire it's it's like right. so over the top he says you stop your crying or i'll give you something to cry about it's you know he hates christmas because the mother's gone like all of it is so cliche uh because i, I want to i mean obviously like later on it gets very sad like when they split the brother up from ebony like when they get split up like that part's really actually very emotional for me but yeah this whole part i was like i Somebody, somebody directed this actor to do this. 
Right, right. And then it was like, and then there was like the grandmother, like, okay, you're just going to sit and then you're going to watch. Right. And then you're going to shuffle over. Call and you're child pick welfare. Up the phone, yeah. and, and someone's going to answer the phone and say it's child welfare services. <laughs> it's like, it's not Wendy's. Like, this isn't, it's not Domino's Pizza. Oh, man. You don't just like call. Uh, and so I, what I didn't understand, and I have not been taken out of a home and put into foster care. So what do I know? But I, is that normal to split the kids up? Does, that seems like so unhealthy. Yeah. To take the kids out of the home and then split them from the only familiar person they know. Yeah, I think it depends on uh, it depends on a lot of things. Uh, but yeah, it does happen um, often uh, because of resources, because of homes. I mean, they have to be put somewhere immediately. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, who knows why that turned out the way it did that, you know, it took so long for the brother to come back. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the brother, we do see another Christmas where the brother comes back and, you know, this middle, middle Ebony, she can't act either and she can't forgive no. her father. Um, so she's, you know, uh, you know, it. We we understand that later they were supposed to have been reunited, but it just, you know, she couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, that was probably some of the weakest acting in the movie. Oh these yeah, two, these the two middle, chickens. the middle, yeah, the middle yeah. kids. Yeah. Um. I. Uh. Oh, so the next Christmas was them uh, seduction on stage, right? We see them mm-hmm. in seduction. Um. And it's when Ebony becomes kind of a shady bitch. She puts her. She puts her microphone stand like separate and more forward she than the others makes herself the diana ross of the Supreme. yes exactly yeah. exactly yeah mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> um and we see sexy bob in the booth and then oh, bob, bob and yeah. then we then we learn the, that box backstory like bob and ebony break up um and i gotta say this is when i kind of understood more about ebony she's like i'm not looking for love i'm looking for success yeah. i'm just like there's nothing wrong with that and you know what it was probably really smart for them to break up Bob, he moved on, obviously, like with a wife and a kid that might have been an accident in Cleveland, but like clearly didn't move on emotionally. Like he should have quit a while ago. That's the thing is like, what was he doing still like working for her? He wasn't even working with her. He was working for her. I mean, that's like, yeah, that was a yeah, that was a strange. That's a it's a strange relationship because I feel like there's elements in the movie where it's almost setting up that they're going to get together at the end. So you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Cause what about the sick kid and the long suffering wife? Like it's, it's so in a way, the fact that they have a romantic history, like only kind of confuses things. I don't yeah. think it really like adds anything, honestly. Right. It's because it would be like Ebenezer having some weird relationship, not weird, but like un unprofessional relationship with Bob Cratchit. Right. 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 And like that doesn't that doesn't push my buttons. I'll tell you what, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. There's intergenerational, you know, relationships are kind of kinky. You know, it's kind of. Fun. Oh, I'm into that. I just when I picture Ebenezer Scrooge, like I just don't really picture like a really sexy old. Man. <laughs> you know, like I'm really picturing like Burgess Meredith take, <laughs> making the moves on me, you know. All right, so, Mary. All right, Mary. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the final Christmas pass that we get is Terry. We finally meet Terry on Christmas. She's poor. Uh, Meals on Wheels comes. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Ebony's lawyers crushed Terry and bankrupted her. And, you know, it's it's all of that. We learn all of that um, that story. Uh, and, and we knew we s- from Michelle Visage with, with seduction, <laughs> you know. Yeah. We they learned the story a long time up. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
track track seven right track six track nine track track nine. nine track nine yeah bodyguard soundcut yeah mm. brought lots of joy lots yeah of joy, you know? helped lots of people what'd you say yep. about terry um oh, 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 <laughs> what'd you say about terry what'd you say about what'd you say about desire <laughs> what'd you say about seduction yeah um yeah anyway sorry mary's we're just kind of marrying out right now <laughs> we're having a yeah. good time um yeah, it's christmas so, yeah it's christmas yeah on christmas on christmas oh ba- we gotta watch bad teacher mary uh yeah put that on the list yeah put that on the list um so we you know what we don't need to stay too long in christmas present um i really don't like the ugly rocker guy uh oh yeah i was gonna say i, I wasn't that compelled by him so i'm fine to kind of like we know what's happening the, yeah. the crew's miserable bob's not connecting with his wife she's, oh yeah yeah they don't we, talk we, every day apparently because like Bob is like, how is he? And she's like, he's tired. He's not eating. He's losing more weight. And I'm just like, since Bob. when? <laughs> yeah. How long has it been since you last talked? He's lost more weight. Oh, in the three weeks since I checked in on him? Like, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't get that at all. Um, <laughs> but then we get, yes, then we we get the cool device in the Ghost of Christmas Future of that being yes. the VH1 behind the music uh, segment. Uh, yes. Which was, yeah, which was cool. And I, I, do they tell us how she died? Um, I don't think so. No, they don't I kept say th- how she died. No. I kept thinking they were going to le- – because they kept saying, well, she died, and then she died. But I kept thinking there was going to be some reveal that it was some tragic thing that could have been avoided if she just wasn't – didn't have her head so in the clouds of success, you know? Right. I think she – yeah, she, she, she must have just died, and then this is – what people say after she died and Ernie gets all the money and whatever. But um, I did love this little nuance. There's this very small like audio clip where she had a relationship with Anne Heche. Apparently oh, yeah. in her diary. They had mm-hmm. th- there was that whole Anne Heche thing. I'm like, oh man, this is when Anne Heche was a lesbian. Yeah, I think <laughs> the line was like, something that's fun at a party isn't a relationship. And I yeah. thought, oh that's that's an interesting like that's interesting. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, so Ebony's, you know, Ebony doesn't mind a little ivory with the yeah, uh, sure Anne not. Hitch. Yeah, she certainly doesn't, you know, mind a little <laughs> pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Well, she's got, you know, she's got her, so she's got a little pot pie with uh, with what's with Bob and uh, yeah, crazy little kitty. Yeah, you know, her own little heart quake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mary? Exa- yeah. Well, you hit the right spot, you're gonna feel a real heart quake. <laughs> You know, uh, you seismic. Get that, you get that <laughs> rabbit over there, and uh, you're gonna have a 7.0 on the Richter scale. Oh God, did you say Richter or Rector? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chip a tooth on that thing. <laughs> um. So yeah. So she wakes up the next morning, as in every Christmas Carol story. You know, she wants to change her ways. So you know, she. I, I did love the scene with Heather, the host. She has that scene with. Um, the talk show host. Oh yeah, she's like, "What else can I do? Anything? Right. What can I she, do?" She creeps yeah. her out. Um, uh, she buys back tickets for her tour mates. Um, she asks Wolfgang Buck, uh, Puck to make turkey dinner for them. Um, she visits Olivia with the flowers and the presents, and finally, she flies Tim and Bob's wife Kelly uh, with, a, you know, sets them up with a great doctor in the children's hospital, and you know, that's all fine. It's all worked out, and yes. Kelly has, you know, all's forgiven. You know, it's fine. You got your ex girlfriend to to pony up. We're good. I mean, I 
they have a lot of problems to work on, right? They have a Bob, lot to work on. Bob and Kelly. The fact that, like, Bob, sure, it was great that he finally, like, was like, I'm leaving, you know, to Ebony. Yeah. And then he was going to fly and then wasn't going to get there in time. And then Tim was going to die. Um, but right. it, it, uh, they they have a lot of issues and they need to figure that out. I, I will say this. The, the one ending of the movie that really bothered me was that Terry comes back on stage with her at the end yeah. Completely unfazed and like not upset at all. Oh, she she's she's a ghost of a woman living in like a, you know, public housing, getting, you know, meals on wheels like she's she's just a shell. And then at the end, yeah, she all of a sudden, she's Jennifer Holiday. All of a right. sudden, it's like right. and you're going to love her. And it was <laughs> that that was crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I was just like, no, 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 no. Anyway, all made for TV movies. It's fine. I right. get it. Yeah. I I'm love glad this Terry movie. isn't destitute anymore. Yeah. Yes. I love this movie to death. So I'm just like throwing shade at the TV aspect of it. Um, right. But uh, I'm yeah, not she, expecting anything more. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, she fires Ernie. That was, you know, satisfying. Um, right. And the police just show up then and cart right. him away. Like, movie convenience, especially in the end when they got to wrap shit up. It's just oh, like, sure. Terry, Ernie, Olivia, let's just <laughs> fix this shit. Tim's fine. You right, know? Tim's like, fine. Yeah, Tim's yeah, fine. Yeah, totally. yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a real wrap-up. Sure, in 15 minutes, yeah. In 15 minutes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they don't fuck around. I don't know how much time is – I feel like she has, like – 45 minutes to make all these things happen well like she starts at seven i think like she calls bob at like 7 45 in the morning i think i saw the clock it was like 7 45 mm-hmm. in the morning so maybe she woke up at like 6 30 okay she's and I think in the, the cab. guy told her yeah oh I think okay the, the, the little guy she asked it was like six something yeah yeah so you'd imagine that the concert on christmas was probably at night right at like eight okay yeah. Um, so she has to get all of that done and fly uh, the wife and kid from Cleveland starting at what, like eight in the morning, nine in the morning. Yeah, that could probably happen. OK. Mm-hmm. All right. But like on Christmas, I'm sure she can get a flight, you know, or whatever. Well, but... she's 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 Ebony Scrooge and she's got lots of money. I will say yeah. I loved the um, the throwback to what StubHub used to be when she goes to the 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 scalper. And she's like, oh. I need all the tickets to the Ebony concert. He's like, you look kind of familiar. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah when she, go- yeah, she goes and then she's like, that's the guy where he's like, yeah, I guess you could check my brother's place. Right, Is right. She's one? like, do you take yeah. Marinade Express? Yeah. Oh, right. and that kind of felt like an Amex ad. Right, like, oh, totally. This is an Amex ad. Totally, totally. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, Goobers? I, I just, it's a Goobers ad, too. Yeah. It's a, it was a Goobers <laughs> ad. Yeah, because they had a commercial after saying Goobers only. two ninety nine. Why would you pay seven dollars for goobers that exploded out of a hotel roof mini fridge when you could pay two ninety nine? It's CVS. Love it. Uh, Shop right and always save. Oh <laughs> uh, well, that's a diva's Christmas Carol. Um, I love this movie. I will be watching this probably for a very long time. For you know, as uh, most every year um, around yeah. this, the holiday. So you're going to do a minute by minute, a diva's Christmas podcast. Uh, just recap <laughs> this movie minute by minute. Uh, I don't know if I have that much to say about every minute, but uh, no. yeah, it's, I it's do. I mean, a there's a full like 45 seconds. That's pretty much just about Bob's ass in those bands. You're so absolutely right, Mary. You are. That's going to be a really right. fun episode. That's you're absolutely right. 
Um, well, with that, Marys, uh, if you have any thoughts, uh, any holiday wishes or non-holiday wishes, um, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com, or uh, you can uh, email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, and let us know what you're thinking. Let us know about uh, any movies that you want uh you know, to be heard through the All Right Mary kind of lens. Um, or, uh, you know, you could just let us know what you thought about Divas Christmas Carol in general. What are your what are your holiday draggy movies that you love? Um, we'd love to hear that, too. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Johnny Also. And Colin has lots of places he's at. Oh, oh. Uh, where? Where am I? Uh, I am just on my own podcast, In the Details, a celebration of nuance. I'm on Twitter at Colin Drucker. And you can, of course, get me and Johnny at patreon.com backslash allrightmary, where if you are enjoying this Matreon, you might want more Matreons, and that's the place to do it. Uh, and, of course, being that it's Christmas, it's Christmas. Maybe today is the day you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive rating and uh, a helpful review that lets other potential Marys out there know that this is a podcast worth ringing in 2019 with. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Marys. Um, with that, we're going to leave you. Um, we will see you next time for another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, but until then, um, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah, bye. All right.